Hello, my fearless friend. I am singing because I'm so happy. I'm over the moon. We are recording this last and final episode of season four. And I get to do this with my very, very special friend. And I'm so glad that I actually recorded this final episode of season four. We're not going anywhere. We're just taking a break. Uh, so chill out. Don't worry. You will have plenty of time to catch up with all the other episodes. But I'm so, so thrilled to actually feature my, my dear friend, Nikki Takahashi, who is a brand designer and strategist. And she has helped over 300 entrepreneurs to embrace and amplify what makes them unique. She's a founder and CEO of a multi-six-figure agency that gets clients notice in person, online, and in print. She's also a host of Square Pack Entrepreneur podcast that is featuring industry disruptors and mavericks in business. She is a true gem, and you want to connect uh, with Nikki. Uh, you know, check her website. We will we will have all these amazing links in the show notes. But I really, really, really want you to check her Instagram because she's so fun and such a, a rare gem in you know in in space of of thought leadership and coaching and all this good stuff. Apart from just being an amazing website designer, graphic and website designer. She's also a store brand certified guide and business made simple coach under New York Times bestselling author Donald Miller. And, you know, just by 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 saying that, you know that it's a lot on the stake. But, you know, we had a really heartfelt conversation. You will see that this awesome human being, you know, she she is a very successful, but she's also very relatable. Uh, we had a vulnerable conversation and she was very raw and open with, you know, with things that are going on in her life, what it is and what is not. And also, I want to just, you know, express my gratitude for Nikki, because she invited you also to give a review on our podcast, um, which was such a which was such a cool call to action. And also, I want to remind you that we are having a podcast giveaway um, in honor of my birthday, which is you know this month, and we are giving you the main prize of almost fifteen hundred dollars, which is amazing. So all you have to do is leave the review, submit a form, and you will be in you know you will be in enrolled into the podcast giveaway so check that link and if you're ready let's rock and roll welcome to the fearless and successful podcast brought to you by coach d that is me and it is designed for change makers just like you i am an international success and business coach and i love 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 supporting you on your journey to ultimate health happiness and freedom I obsess on all things mindset mastery and business strategy that allow you to design the life on your own terms. This podcast will be led through my three P's, productivity, purpose, and profit, and I will do my best to bring you the industry leaders on these topics, and I am also going to provide you with solo episodes where I'm going to talk about these three P's. If you are ready to dream big, plan for success, and impact the world, let's get this party started. 
Hello, 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 fearless people. <laughs> we are last show, last episode of season four. And I couldn't be more delighted to have a very special guest. I know, I always say a special guest, but this, this is going to be your square peg entrepreneur conversation. So if you identify as a square peg, as a rebel, as a misfit, as someone, oh, people just don't get me, Nikki Takahashi, all the way from Canada, will be talking to you today. Welcome! What a nice introduction. Oh, <laughs> don't we love square pegs, Dee? Don't we love them? So unique, so uh, courageous, fearless, right? That's what we're talking about, too. Yeah, square pegs are definitely fearless, courageous. And yeah, let's just go. Like, I would love to go into that conversation because you are not just an amazing uh, entrepreneur. Like, you know, you're killing it out there and we're going to talk about your business. But you're also recently a podcast host. Uh, which is called Square Peg Entrepreneur. So let's go from, from that side, from, from, from where you are right now. What okay. got you into, I want to create a Square, pe square, square Peg podcast. What got you to thinking, yeah, I'm going to call these kind of people? Right. Well, my day-to-day my -day love and my passion is digital media design. And I've been doing that for sorry to say decades feels like forever but I've loved every day of it uh, the beautiful thing about the work that I do so digital media design meeting uh, graphic design website design video audio all these beautiful things that help to create a brand identity that's what I do day to day and I have an agency uh, called fetching fin that's what we do what I found in the agency is that there are many clients coming to me who, are, you know, often they're experienced in business. So three to five years at least in business. So they've already got their footing. They're quite confident in the services that they provide, uh, the clients that they, that they uh, serve, the customers that they serve. And they're kind of teetering right on that edge where they're over the piece about being safe, fitting in, like, you know, like that's usually how entrepreneurs start, right? Like you just want to be accepted. They just want to feel loved. They just want to fit in. Uh, and that's, a, that's a, a nice place to begin. But over time, you just start to feel like, gosh, there's something in me that is so unique and so special. And by bubbling that up and bringing that to the forefront, you can serve your clientele and your customers even better. So these clients that I was serving were right on that tipsy point of wanting to rebrand, redefine themselves. They're still in that beige comfort zone, but they really should be pushed over to being the square peg that they are. So I found myself relaying tons of stories, giving a lot of cheering, rah, rah, encouragement. And I thought, you know what, instead of me repeating myself over and over, let's get some of these square peg entrepreneurs together to tell their stories. So how outrageously wild, fearless, courageous that they are in their day to day and how that's actually working for them so that the people that are still on that brink, right, not sure if they want to go that way, can feel um, a little more comfort and a little more confidence in just showing up as themselves as the very rebellious maverick industry disruptors that they are because dang it entrepreneurism is 
difficult and um, you know takes a lot of guts anyways. But you know, showing up as your own personal brand is a whole other level of gutsiness. So we do need to have that support and that encouragement. Yeah, that's that's oh, that's so good. Um, and I think that. And I want to ask you, so this was one of the questions that I really wanted to ask you when it comes to building a personal brand that it's like a real authentic, and I know that authentic word is like uh, a little bit, you know, uh, out there, but unique brand, Um, the brand that is truly you um, and probably square pegs identify themselves, you know, if you're a square peg, right? But is, is there, have you ever like experienced that these type of people, they have um, hard, like just coming out and saying, look, I'm different. Um, this is my brand that is unique to me because I know like I have this crazy weird energy and for, for most of the time I was like, no, I don't want people to to see me as a crazy one, as a, you know, weirdo. I don't want people to see me dancing on the Instagram. But once I unleashed that, once I said like, this is me, this is my gift, this is what I love and I don't want to hide. So what is your tip to people who are still thinking, yes, but that's me, but I just don't feel comfortable sharing that. Yeah, certainly. And I I don't think um, being a square peg or being Uh, a really distinct personal brand necessarily means that you have to be living on these edges, right? Like over the top energy, really, you know, throwing the F-bombs out there, being like super crazy, wild hair, flamboyant. I don't think that's necessarily what it means to have a personal brand. Of course, those are very recognizable and people, you know, the people that can do that well, oh man, like I just salivate thinking about it because I think it's just such a, a really neat, space to be in when you feel that comfortable in your skin that you can just you know be that way be extroverted that way you know myself I'm very introverted but I still feel very confident in my personal brand and I think you know that um, quiet confidence can sometimes be your defining factor too right it's it's I think where it gets tricky is where people say they want to be a personal brand and want to be different but they're so wishy-washy and, you know, just trying to make everybody happy still, right? They don't want to make waves. They don't want to be different. That's where um, the problem comes in. You can't be both. You have to have a distinct voice, right? Whether it's loud or whether it's soft, you still have to have an opinion, uh, a way of presenting yourself, right? Whether that's flamboyant or whether that's a little, you know, a little bit uh, toned down, but um, yeah, define it however it feels best to you but still be you in the end that's what personal branding is yeah and I get it like really having that distinct voice is something that makes you unforgettable right because if you mentioned like I love I know first time when I came across a uh, vanilla ice cream I was like what what's everyone talking about vanilla ice cream I don't even like vanilla ice cream I'm more like you know unicorn rainbows and all these flavors and I was like always this weird kid that never picked you know just chocolate or just vanilla and I knew that I was like always different but um, you know, for people who are still, but yeah, I don't want to, and this is where courage comes in to speak your truth and to actually say what you have to say. Um, and it doesn't need to no. be loud. Um, it doesn't need to be Tony no. Robbins style. Like you, you have to hear me and see me, but 
having clarity of what your message is. Yeah. Um, I think that's very important. And you as a brand strategist and, you know, being under Donald Miller uh, wings kind of a coach mm -hmm. for, for, for mm -hmm. that as well. I think, you know, what, what, how important it is to have a clear message. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that messaging, you know, that um, whether you're branding a business or a personal brand, that messaging piece is the absolute foundation. And, you know, so many people go into branding with the mistake that it means a logo or a website, like they're just thinking of those visuals first, when in fact, when it's perfectly well executed, you're actually starting at that messaging piece, you know, of course, uh, you know, all the traditional ways like defining your audience, and perhaps that means making an avatar, but really, it comes down to if we're talking about, you know, referencing Donald Miller, the best selling author, he's the author of uh, Building a Story Brand, which is a book that I back and love and support. And it's the framework that I use in my agency too, because it just helps people, personal brand or business brand, get super clear on what they offer how they do it, who they're serving in a very, very simplified way. It's not complicated. And, um, you know, when you start mixing marketing in with branding, that can be really overwhelming. But, um, you know, the, the framework in building a story brand, for example, is just so simplified. It was actually the first time, D, that I understood what messaging and marketing should be. Prior to that, in my de design agency, we would always outsource the marketing and the messaging piece because I thought I can do the graphics. I can do the visuals. That makes sense to me. But this marketing and messaging stuff is so woo woo. I'm like, and I would watch clients paying these other experts to do this and always be thinking it feels like spaghetti against a wall. It feels so random. It feels like they're throwing money at this without really a measured outcome sometimes, right? And also in the transition from traditional media to digital media, that's a whole other ball game when you're talking about marketing and messaging too. So coming across the story brand framework, that was the first time where I, I read that book once. I thought, dang it, like, it, is that really that easy? Is it really that simple? So I read it another time, like five, six times I read it. I tried to, I, I thought, oh, I'm not going to introduce this to clients. I'm going to try and execute it on my own website first to see if it will work. And just by getting that message, that brand messaging clear, like you said, on just the homepage of my website, just from reading the book, my revenue, my business tripled in one month. It was phenomenal, phenomenal. And I thought, holy crap, there is something to this. And it's not woo-woo. It's not spaghetti against a wall. It's about being very precise and very clear, not using catchphrases, not being cutesy, just being very direct about who you serve and what the outcome is, right? Once they do business with you, that's really it. And that goes for personal brands or business brands. But that messaging piece absolutely is the, the foundation of branding regardless. And it is so simple, right? <laughs> it doesn't need to be so hard and overwhelming. I think when people talk about messaging and marketing, like sometimes people feel that that's such a um, hard things, but it's really, it comes down. And I remember when one of my friends told me, D, you're not relatable to your audience. And I said, what do you mean I'm not relatable to my audience? And she said, you know, 
not everyone can do what you do because it you make it seem so easy uh, you, you know you make life so easy because you show up as a superwoman just don't be any more superwoman because not every mom is a superwoman and uh, that like this was the first kind of a uh, insight and then i read the book and and donald talks about be the hero be the, not no not be the, the hero be the guide right yeah. i was like yeah. oh my freaking god i was the hero all of the time that's why it was so hard for my people to identify with you know they don't want to be you know they just didn't couldn't identify with my story because i was always rescuing someone um not actually like showing the path and being raw and real and mm -hmm. transparent transparent about my journey i think when I started to show my true self, like, what am I going through? What are the, you know, struggles, hurdles? Like women could really say, hey, I feel you. Um, I resonate with you. But if you can do it, I can do it too, right? Yeah, well, they're so relating. Easy. Well, so easy. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. You know, and to your point, you know, that, you know, I'm going to challenge that person that said that to you because you as a superhero, super mom, super woman, that's not something to dim down either, right? That's not something that you need to pull back on because that makes somebody else uncomfortable. To me, all that means is that person isn't your ideal client, right? Your ideal client is going to be somebody who is not, doesn't feel threatened by that, doesn't feel uncomfortable by that, but because you have the fearless courage to show up as who you are 100%, that's giving them the opportunity to say, hey, Dee can do it. I can do it. I really respect that in her, right? She's probably the coach for me because she's been able to put these things in line and, and get these ducks in a row. And I want that too in my life. So, you know, I would, I would definitely say, um, encourage you. Absolutely. Everybody, you know, if you're a service, service provider, you are the guide. And that's part of Don Miller's story brand book. Um, and then on a personal branding note, don't ever pull back. For the comfort of others be absolutely yourself and that's going to attract the best clients you know and and speaking to your industry specifically i think coaching is an industry where you really to do a sweet sweet job you have no choice but to be 100 yourself because you're requiring clients to really be vulnerable and give you some, you know, very personal details quite often, right? Like they really have to feel connected to you. They have to feel that they do resonate with you in order to open up and, and get the best out of your relationship and out of that uh, service. So yeah, as a coach, I think absolutely be the superwoman. You're on track. Yeah. And think to all of you coaches, like sometimes it, it is not, a great spot to be in when you need to call out someone and because that's your role as a coach your co your role as a coach is not to cheer on others like right. yes you, we do that as well but it's actually to find those blind spots and to call them out i think a lot of people think like i'm a coach because i i hold my people accountable yeah you know i i don't consider uh, myself a great coach because I hold someone accountable it's because I can call them out on their blind spots and that's where they say yeah thank you for that and right. what you're saying in order to open up to someone to build that meaningful relationship where, where you can say you know what I don't feel comfortable in this um, this is where you have to live your truth and you have to be um, 
just like paving the path to to having that message you know what this is me Mm-hmm. This is who I am, like completely. This is how I do business, back. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, you know, it's, it's your personality, but it's also how you operate your business day to day too. having, you know, feeling so confident and firm and in, in who you are gives you that ability to draw boundaries, right? In your business and, and, you know, and, and really define it the way that you want to define. I mean, we're square pegs and we're entrepreneurs. How <laughs> awesome is that? We get to be ourselves in the business that we craft around it. Like, ah, I can't even tell you. This is, you know, you, yeah. you get into this sweet spot and you are waking up every day, loving every minute of it. Don't you agree? Don't you agree? Yes. Right? Yes, yes, yes. You guys, and if you if you could see our you know our faces right now, it's just so like light and shine. Like when we talk about this stuff, it's so beautiful. You know, I don't know for for us like, and you can t- tell your story as a square pack. For for, my, for me, like my story was uh, as a immigrant daughter. Like you know, a lot of times my parents would say to me, you know, don't be loud. You know, just hide don't speak, you know, all this stuff, just to damp, like, you know, really dimming my light. Um, and it was hard because that was like, you know, we were raised to hide and not to say what we think because people might get offended because you are someone else. You know, you are, you're this person who doesn't fit into this world. And once I realized, you know what, and this was recently, like maybe two, three years ago, I realized that, you know what, I'm not in this world to be what the world expects from me, but I have to give to the world what I expect myself to be. I'm getting goosebumps. I'm getting goosebumps. And the fact that it was just a few years ago is phenomenal, right? What freedom, what liberation Mm -hmm. after feeling so suppressed by the sounds of it for so yeah. long. Yeah, absolutely. And we all, when people ask me like, what is freedom? You we all like as entrepreneurs, we want time freedom, money freedom. For me, to be free means to be me. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. What could be more liberating where you don't have to edit, you don't have to censor yourself. And of course, I mean, it, it, we're still respectful, right? So the, I mean, I'll backpedal a bit on that because there's always a little bit of censoring depending on who your audience is. <laughs> but, you know, I, for example, I go on your Instagram and I see you, we're in different time zones. I'm in Canada, you're in Sweden. I mean, it's very different time zones, but there you are first thing in the morning and you're doing your afternoon dances where you are. And I'm like, dang it, that D, she just owns it. She doesn't care. She doesn't. I mean, your moves are great. You've got great moves. But even if you didn't, I would be like, dang it, that, like she is owning it, right? That is, that is her personality. That is her space. That is your joy. And, you know, you, you mentioned it earlier that a lot of people, that's the first thing that they mention about you. And that's what I noticed too, is just that energy that exudes from you. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine what that must've felt like for you all those years, having that suppressed, yeah. right? Yeah. Having to be that polite dimmed down version of you. Gosh. Yeah. So tell me what what was your story as a as a you know we come we teach what we need to kind of learn right ourselves mm-hmm. like what was your story why did you decided to follow this path and yeah what got you here <laughs> you know what um, looking back and 
And I'll also say this comes with age, right? You'll, you'll probably agree. Like you start to move and live into your skin a little bit better with a little more ease as time goes on. So we're going to rewind a few decades here without boring you. But I remember at a very young age, nonconformity has always been my word. That is my word of the day. As soon as I discovered that one, I'm like, yep, that's how I live. And, you know, as a, as a young kid, Thank goodness my parents allowed me this freedom, but they um, let me express my artistic creativity in my room, right? So they let me buy and do almost anything that I wanted. So, um, you know, I, and my mindset was, I didn't know the word nonconformity, but I'm like, oh, look at that closet. That would make a great reading nook. I'll take out my clothes from a closet and I'll get my dad to put literally D, it was a, a big round dowel like a two inch dowel that he hung from the ceiling of course it couldn't be parallel it had to be at an angle and I would hang all my clothes from the ceiling right so I could read in my closet like anything that I could make different I would there was um this was before you could get like beautiful vinyl lettering for your walls and stuff but I would take receipt tape that I could get at the stationery store and unroll that and I would be writing little inspirational quotes and things and I would stick that like a wallpaper board like this is this is the kind of things that I would love to do is I could take my door down and I put a curtain up instead anything that I could do to make make it different right that's kind of where that juice started from and then uh, this was also the time where all the little girls went to ballet class and I did the whole ballet dancing thing for I think about eight years total and I did enjoy it but man the day that I discovered karate was a day I'm like oh okay okay this is what you know, this is in the 80s right not a lot of girls are doing this this is really what I want to do it's still you know, it kind of meshed with what I loved about dancing, the choreography, the art of it. That was the type of karate style that I gravitated to. But now I was different. I was that square peg in my pool of friends, right? So I decorated different. I like dressed a little different. I sewed my own clothes at like, like 10. Who does that, right? Like trying to modify things to make it a little bit different. So this is really where my comfort zone has always been. Yet a very shy introverted child so to your point you can be a square peg without being totally extroverted and totally flamboyant um, and then fast forward to design school branding was a thing but I don't think it was really defined by that name I kind of knew that I I knew that there was uh, some magical formula between a logo graphics somebody's personal space, the way they show up and the way that they dress and style themselves. But I didn't know the word branding and there really wasn't a school to teach branding. So I kind of pieced it together myself, went to you know multimedia production school. And as the years progressed, it kind of just evolved into something that is perfectly what I can serve with. And that's the, the branding piece, really stressing on the visuals. But um, you know, if we if we go back to messaging being a, a really important part of that branding, it also includes things like logos, color palettes, photography, right? If you get the right person behind your brand, they're going to help 
navigate through and get the right photographer to get that personal brand style infused in photography. And of course, your presence, how you dress, how you style your hair. Look at Dee's funky hair. I, I'm so jealous every time I see him like, oh, that's got to be like so easy and so fun to wear. Look, she's flipping it around on the video. I wish you could see it now. But yeah, you know, this is this is your your uh, your identity is your personal brand. And then like I expressed the space that you're in. And as an entrepreneur, often that's an office space. So how you decorate your office space today, it's how you do your zoom calls, what's behind you, we've talked about that, right, how the background is styled is a real uh, um, uh, indication of your personal brand, your personal brand styling. Um, yeah, so all of these things just beautifully intertwine. How was that? That was like four decades. <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. Because I think that, you know, even if we don't uh, realize, and I realized this recently that I love being a speaker, like that's where, where my heart is. And it was that moment when I actually went back to my childhood, when I would come home um, as a bullet kid in a school, I would come home, I would shut the door of my room and I would lay my Barbies to, 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 the, to the bed and I would say, you are meant for more. And I would speak to them and I would what? motivate them. You would motivate your like, Barbies? Yes, yes. <laughs> Isn't that a square peg? <laughs> and, you know, and I was a big nerd. Like I would read all these books when I was like eight, nine. I would read books from Victoria Holt and like this was like bravery. And I was like, um, wow. I knew that there is a whole world where it just allows me to be me, where mm. in the external world, world I would not show up as me I was like my room and my Barbies and I knew that you know this sisterhood my tribe would be like yeah there I I, I went home and I would just pour my heart and I think a... yeah um, but this came now when I'm enjoying like having this conversation and really like having this podcast and speaking with our people I realize that speaking is my jam and it's, I just adore it because there's always the one person that, that comes and says, wow, D, this inspires me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, written word was always something that I struggle with is because just, you know, um, but people like my teachers, I remember they always, always saying to me, you can't speak because because of the language. I was like something that I needed to overcome that belief that I can't speak. Heck, I can. Um, I, I I can, and my voice goes like really far and loud. Um, not but by being loud, but by just expressing who I am. Um, right. So I think you you nail it like perfectly. That childhood moments like they kind of define they really do and you know right. your story is testament to that so you know maybe that's a clue for people who want to be more fearless or want to be more square peggy rewind a bit go back to that childhood and what were you in your most you know liberated moments when you're you know how did what were you like in your room when nobody was watching or you know, maybe that's really the indicator of who you are who you aspire to be or it could be you know just a reminder of um of what that feels like to to feel just so comfortable in your skin yeah that's really neat I because like kids you know kids don't like it and th this is something that i i oftentimes mention like all the fears that we have are just you know fears that we bought into 
because yeah. when kids babies when they are born they only have like two fears fear of high um like loud noise um and height like so they don't fall you know when you quickly like put um uh, a newborn into a cradle or whatever and yeah. into bed they will fear that's the two fears that are born that you are born with the rest the fear of judgment fear of failure fear of success whatever that is is just something that we taught that we bought into mm. um and kids especially now when i see my own kids like they are so fearless like they are real like as you you as a young child you can remember that there was a fearless moment where you allowed yourself to be who you are meant to be and going back this was really a great this is an action you guys go back um and just define like where were you where you were unstoppable like mm-hmm. really like that you know best self um, yeah and, and you know and to that point too you know reflecting on how we were brought up right if you're a kind of parent I'm not a parent but I'm just speculating here and speaking of my own experience you know like I said my parents were very thankfully like very open and um I was able to create and do things in my I I don't think I would be that kind of parent if some, my kid wanted to take their door off and hang up a sheet to be I, I would be like no way because I'm a control freak but thank goodness my parents allowed that creativity right which is uh, what really sparked that in me but you know in contrast your experience from your upbringing was you know much more diminished so I think that's something to be aware of too as a parent as a guardian as a caretaker right what are you nurturing and inspiring in the children around you how do you do that Dee like with your kids you're seeing them flourish you're seeing them feel so liberated and and in their own what do you do to encourage them at this stage you're an entrepreneur Uh, too so you know the importance yeah Oh, definitely. Like, and this is a big part that, and I'm not going to go into the details, but you guys, you will just have to tune into uh, Nikki's show and I'm going to tell some something more about my story okay, on that fair. show because okay, this, this is about you. <laughs> but I would say like everything that I was not allowed, I want my kids to experience. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about like material stuff, but really in spiritual sense, like I don't tell my kids, you can't do this. Mm-hmm. I encourage them. I really encourage them. And this is, they are my teachers. Because mm-hmm. when I see that they are fearless, that makes me fierce as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, what was, yeah, this is a great segue into, we love to ask our, our guests, like, what was the moment in your life? It can be like professional or personal where you felt, oh my God, I'm so scared. (laughs) You did it anyway. You did it like fiercely. And now when you look back, you're, damn, I'm so glad that I did it. Uh, I'm giggling because I feel, I'm feeling the fear right now. Like you said, just launching my podcast is fear, like redefined for me. It is so uncomfortable. Yet, I think, I thrive off of that fear. Like I am certainly the one that like, let me skydive because I need that adrenaline rush. I need to feel like I'm on the edge, right? Let me do something that's really out of the norm. Let's do something super spontaneous. I like that fear factor. Um, So 
I'll say right now it's about launching the podcast because it's not in my comfort zone. And as an introvert, it's not in my comfort zone. Um, in my past, I think um, going back to the word nonconformity, I think there were so many opportunities or times where it was expected that I would have two and a half kids, the white picket fence, the dogs, the husband, right? This very standardized lifestyle. And each step along the way, I've had to face the fear and prove that that's really not me. That's not my personal brand. That's not my belief. That's not in me, right? And not in a confrontational way, but, you know, here I am today, unmarried, no kids. I do have dogs, but I don't have a white picket fence, right? But I live a very um, easy lifestyle where I can pick up and go to, well, aside from pandemic and COVID, anytime, anywhere, I'll be on the next plane because I feel that way that day, right? So there's a freedom to it. Um, so the fear of having to overcome that. And then now it's also a fear of I don't want to say the backlash of it, but there's always a consequence to it too. So as much as I love nonconformity, now it's the fear of, now I'm getting really vulnerable, but now it's the fear of, I don't have children, right? What is my legacy going to be? And so all along this whole time, I've you know been kind of challenging the status quo and feeling really strong about it. And just now it's starting to hit me. I'm like, okay, doors are closing. Opportunities are closing. Right, you have to kind of um, walk the walk the talk now, right? Like you wanted to be a nonconformist, there is a downside to it too, and so you know that's a fear too. Is what's the future going to be because of the choices that I made? So, well, thank you for Nikki, really for for being honest and transparent and just sharing where you are right now, and you know, and I think legacy is a big part of any entrepreneurial identity. We want it's to leave true. the mark, right? Mm -hmm. So we want to be unforgettable. We want to, you know, be someone who is like, people will talk about us. That's the dream of any entrepreneur. So, and today you are helping people to be, to go from that unseen to unforgettable. What is that? Entails. What, what does that look like? And that's going to be your legacy. I can feel it in my bones. Like, this is going to be so huge. So tell us, you know, this is the topic that, that it is meant to be discussed on this podcast, but we kind of went through I know borders. But what does it mean that you help someone to get from unseen to unforgettable? Right, right. So whether, you know, specifically in personal branding, like I said, so many people start out this entrepreneurial journey feeling like they should fit in, they should conform, they should feel accepted, they want to feel loved, like what does the industry expect? So being able to take those steps to be a strong personal brand and be finally seen for who you are, right, going to unforgettable just means like you are being 100% 
yourself. And like I said, that's in your messaging, that's in your branding, it's in your, you know, whether it's your logos or your colors, it's in the photography, the styling that you do on your body and in your space, that all makes you unforgettable. Um, and thank you for saying that about my legacy. Sorry, we went off on another tangent there. But uh, I, I do, I do, deeply honor that and appreciate that because there is no better feeling in my business as a designer than bringing somebody who, uh, you know, it's funny, like lots of times people who want to define their personal brand, maybe they have an idea in their mind, but if we go through the steps properly, the way that we do in the industry or in, in the agency and using the story brand framework, so many times the clients come out the other side and they're over the top elated because they're like, dang it, like Nikki, you saw something in me I didn't see in myself, right? This feels more like me than I ever expected. Or, and this is the epitome, and I love this one, when their clients call them up for services because they're like, I just want to feel the way your website feels, or I want to have that confidence that you have, right? So once they can start projecting that and displaying that in a personal brand style that is completely aligned, I mean, it's so good for your own soul and it's so good for the clients too, right? You'll, it's just a different type of energy and a different type of vibe. And so, yeah, I'd love it if the legacy would be that I'm, I'm helping people see themselves in a different light in a better light right maybe um better than they expected or maybe uh, better than than how they previously uh, saw or promoted themselves that would be a beautiful thing when i first met you i said um she's a light that's she's so a light and this is what you said like this is what you just explained like in a sentence you are light you are spotlight spotlighting other people. Mm. Thank you. That's very nice to say. That's very nice to say. And you know, it's it, we're just going to be stroking each other's egos right now. But that's funny because, of course, of course. I mean, it's your energy and your light and your joy that is so magnetic. Maybe that's why we don't we like each other, right? We're drawn to each other. But um, you know, when you say light to me. Uh, it's different. I like that you you said, you know, the spotlight for people that feels like it resonates with me. Sometimes I'm not the energetic ball of fire that you are, right? I, I don't, I, you know, I like being around you because <laughs> I get to absorb that, right? But but if by light, you mean spotlighting other people, spotlighting other square pegs and helping them become who they are, that's a true honor. That's absolutely magnificent. Thank you. And that's the ripples that you're you're creating. And it's it's not just about you, like you know, being that light for someone else, but it's also like these people who are creating personal brands that that, that inspire other people. Like think of possibilities, possibilities and potential that is like, oh my goodness, it's unlimited, yeah. right? Yeah. So yes. cool. So and, so and, and what a legacy that is. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 
And I hope that everybody gets to wake up just like we do every day, just loving what we do every single day. Ah, there's nothing better. There's nothing better. And I know, and I know like I'm going to say this because it's, sometimes it's just like for me, sleep is so important. And I still get like, I, I laugh to the fact that you, you said once when we were chatting, sleep is so underrated. Like, you know, and I think that, you know, it's not because because you don't value yourself, your health or whatever, but it's just because if I'm wasting my time uh, by not helping someone else, like that's time <laughs> wasted, you know, we want to help people. And I, and I get that um, every minute that you don't spend helping others and giving, you're just such a giver and such a incredible human being that is just pouring out heart to everyone and I just want to say that I'm so grateful and so so honored to to be with you here in this space and moment thank you oh I so appreciate it thank you so much for this that's great and you know what I'm I'm loving what you're doing I love your podcast and how you know the people that you're featuring and the momentum that you're building so um, certainly, and I'm going to take a note from one of your previous guests where they reminded people, please give her a beautiful five-star review. <laughs> Isn't that the most wonderful thing? Oh, as, now I can say as a fellow podcaster, that is just so important. So uh, yeah, that's how you can support D and um yeah, my wish is just that everybody can step into the, the identity, being the guide, being the light, being the personality that they, they truly are, right? There's nothing more magnificent. Yeah, and you, and you said it, like, this is the beautiful segue to, to the wrap up. And I just, you know, not just, you know, guys, if, if you, this resonated with you, we would love for you to screenshot the episode and, you know, share your takeaways on we love to give you a shout out on eg stories so tag both me and and nikki on we are both like eg girls <laughs> eg ig <laughs> okay, it's so okay. Tasha, if you're listening to this <laughs> it's your personal brand now it's you have personal to say brand. don't change it yeah. and you know what this is the part of me and my brand i accept my mistakes gracefully and i'm aware of it but i still like make floss <laughs> and that makes love me it. blossom <laughs> Love it. Love it. Penny. <laughs> yes, Penny. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, you know, uh, we will link also all the contact, um, all the contact information to, to connect with, with Nikki. Of course Thank you want you. to connect, but what is your, like, tell us what is your personal favorite um, social media platform that you love to hang out? Oh, say, definitely. Yeah, connect with me. Yeah, definitely. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So the best way to do that is to go to NikkiTack.com because, you know, there's a, isn't there a story about the shoemaker's children never getting their shoes or what, however that goes. <laughs> well, I finally did my own personal brand website. What a, what a year. Great, great stuff, right? Because I do this for clients every day. NikkiTak.com, N-I-K-K-I-T-A-K.com. And that's where they'll find the links to Instagram, like you mentioned. And then also there's a really cool quiz on there that I would love your guests to take. And that's helping them define um, a personal brand versus a business brand, which one is right for you? I know that's always a question many of my clients have. So um, that might help a lot of your, your listeners to, you know, 
define that in their mind and get clear on if they should be under a business brand right now. I tell you myself, I felt like I kind of hid behind my business brand for so many years. So, um, you know, it needs to be the right fit. Sometimes it can be both. Yeah, that quiz will help. I love this. This is, this is perfect. Is there anything that I forgot to ask you that you would, you are dying to let my audience know, like you guys first, the step one, um, go and, you know, share the review, tag both of us on Instagram. The second, go and download um, and check the, the quiz. And what, what is the action step that you have for them? Like, what is the thing that I forgot to ask you and you were like, this, 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 fearless oh. people, this is the action. <laughs> no, I think we touched on so many things, but I would just encourage people to um, uh, envision that lifestyle where you can be just so comfortable in your skin and expressing yourself wholeheartedly and fully, what that means to you as an entrepreneur, right? Uh, what that's going to mean to your day-to-day as an entrepreneur and what that gift is going to be to your clientele once you can do that. Because I tell you, when, when your customers come to you and say, I want to feel like your website feels like, ah, gosh, that's how your personal brand should be. It should be you through and through. And then once you nail that, sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. Love it. And, you know, uh, back to, to my haircut. When you decide... <laughs> And when you identify that it's enough is enough, no more BS, no excuses, and you will go and cut your hair. And you'll oh say, my gosh. That's the new identity that we want to hear from you. Like, is the, like if this is you and you're feeling enough is enough, we want to, for you to, you know, just reach out and say, I did it. Enough oh, is would, enough. Cool. No more that BS. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. That's yeah. We don't often hear all the stories that come out of the influence that we make, right? So I yes. think that would be really neat to hear. Super. Nikki, this was a blasty blast. <laughs> Congratulations on your season. I'm honored that this is the finale. Thank you so much. That was really fun. What a great finale. What a great uh way to end this uh oh my goodness, four seasons. Crazy. And if you guys think, and this is for all of you who are thinking, you know what? Oh my God, I want to give up after three episodes. Uh, I don't know what to say. This was me. My first podcast was in my closet, hiding from my kids. And now we get to impact uh, so many people with this podcast. Having amazing guests like Nikki uh, was just like dream come true. Never give up, guys just persevere and continue to share your light, your message, your story, and it's going to pay off. Beautiful. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Ciao. Thank you so much, Fearless Soul, for taking the time to jump in today and listen to this episode. I know your time is the most valuable asset, so I don't take this lightly. As a sign of appreciation, I would love to give you free access to my 21 day mindset mastery and business strategy program. All you need to do is take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in EG stories. Until next time, dreamer. Mwah.